Hey, everybody. Hey, everyone. This is Zach. And this is Stuart. And tonight, we are speaking about immortality. Yes. <laughs> um, it's not so a piece of media, nor it is, is it... Not, uh... It's not. It's a, it's a philosophical <laughs> thing that I, I came across on the internet um, a while back, where someone was, like, outlining, yeah, these are these are some things that, that uh, this is how the, the human race could live forever, or whatever. And... We're just going to go through them and see what we think about them or if, if we're uh, so if it's something that, that we would like to do or if like how plausible that is and uh, yeah so without any further ado um, the the first one <laughs> and honestly the grossest one that I can think of mm-hmm. is uh, brain in a jar brain in a jar yeah, yeah that's that's classic brain. Yeah, it's a uh, definitely reminiscent of uh, Futurama. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's um, like there's a long tradition of like pulp sci-fi doing that. Like, there's a a book. Yeah. There's a, there's a, a series. I think it's a series of books. Um, from. Let's see. I want to say it's probably the '40s, maybe the '50s. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a movie based on it. In the fifties, yeah, forty-two for by Kurt Siodemak called Donovan's Brain, mm-hmm. and it's this horror thing where where there's a um, yeah, there's a there's a guy who's keeping a brain alive, and it starts um, collecting this weird material on it, and slowly but surely, it becomes, yeah, it it um, starts to like develop psychic powers and like pilot other people's body and like subvert mm. consciousness into the the husk it, which see, is not likely okay <laughs> that, that, because that, if like, i could more available. if if i could like crane it up like from teenage mutant ninja <laughs> turtles where it's just not me in a jar but like i got robot body you want to be in the belly of a gigantic bald man i mean it's better than being in a jar yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. yeah, no, Donovan's brain is is creepy. Like I, I had a copy of that that book when I was a kid, and hmm. um, it like it's a jar with this brain, and then these eyeballs and a spinal column and all that stuff. Like it, it looks. Oh, really it's one of those kind of yeah, yeah. It's one of those things. Uh, I mean, truly. If you're going to be a brain in a jar, I guess you don't really need your spinal column since that's no. more of like the piloting, um, you know, piece of yeah. body that like, it's, moves. It's, yeah, it's how you you uh, pilot. You move your fingers. Your it's how your fingers thing. Yeah. I've never exactly. seen my fingers thing. Ah, there they go. That's a that's a <laughs> Simpsons again. reference right there. Is? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's the school bus driver. I forget the school bus driver's Otto. name. Otto. Yeah. Otto, yeah. He is high as a kite. And he's like, I've ne- I, I hear that they're called fingers, but I've never seen them thing. And then he like moves them around. He's like, ah, there they go. <laughs> I don't know why that particular, like, I hardly ever watched The Simpsons. I, I barely watched it when I was a, a kid and everything yeah. like that. But, um, don't know why that that particular line stands out to me. <laughs> yeah, but uh, getting back to your question, so yeah, clearly just a jar. You're not in like an a mech, right? Of any right. Sorts. Yeah, like because I mean it's it's this. Yeah, like it's it's the the uh, 
how how likely i guess the scenario is like do you think because the thing about dying is supposedly i guess i don't i don't know any research into the field of death or whatever but your mm. your uh, your cells start to give out so it's really your body dying yeah i guess if there's nutrients in the uh jar yeah your brain like a can keep fish. on going so so is it just a jar jar or like can i be connected to the internet sort of like um ah see uh, that's a separate one that's going to come up in a second okay (laughs) um bring the jar nah nah i i i think i would go crazy um you just have infinite time just to think and um, what's the point of that Uh, i'm not a smart person (laughs) i don't want to just think well exactly like i yeah, well, I like I like using my two. body for doing stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's like nah, nah. Yeah. Um. So this next one is more of a sci-fi thing. Um, mm-hmm. Invulnerable and unaging. Uh, sort of like your Wolverine. Yeah. Invulnerable and in aging. So, what I age know. do I stop aging? Do I stop that's aging a, at like sixty? Because that sucks. That's a good. Or question. do I stop? Yeah. Do I stop aging at like my peak age? <laughs> I guess the peak age. What? What is like? I'm going to Google that now, right now. I uh, mean, human it's the average lifespan. I peak. guess, but in the middle. Oh. So of a U.S. male, seventy-eight point five years is the average. Seventy-eight? That's uh-huh. when you hit your peak. No, wow, that's kind of old. Expectancy. No, no, your life no, expectancy. No, I'm I'm wondering what like the peak age of a average human is. Yeah, so I, I my guess would be that that's thirty-nine because that's half of human twenty-five. Uh, uh, if physical strength peaks around 25 years of okay. age, um, that's when your muscle mass peaks. Um, yeah. So, so let's say I'm always 25. Sure. And I mean, I know. So when the Earth ends, I'm going to be just floating out in space. See, that's that's why I got to say no to that. But I like to believe that there is life outside of our own planet because it would just be so sad if we were the only living things out there. So I'm going to go with yes. I feel like somebody would find me eventually and be like, hey, you're basically a god. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. Why don't you take me to your civilization? We can chill. (laughs) We can we can we hang can, out. <laughs> we can hang out. Uh, I, I'm going to go with yes. If I could be 25 forever, can't die. Uh, so if I get shot, I don't feel the pain, right? It just like bounces off. Uh, I guess. I mean, I guess it's just like being Superman, basically. Yeah, basically a god. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm down. <laughs> You just don't have any powers. You're just like this immune lump of meat. Yeah, but I mean, you can learn a bunch of stuff. You can like... Sure. Yeah, you can... 
I don't know. I think I still got to say no to that <laughs> to that one. Like just because just thinking like okay, yeah. hypothetically, Sign me up. You would you would never be able to, or at least for me, I would never want to get in contact or or like form any sort of emotional bonds with people because I would just see them die. No, that's it's perfectly fine. I mean, <laughs> I would be able to form bonds with people. I mean, yeah, I know that like they're eventually going to die, but those bonds are precious. I've formed yeah, I bonds know, I, with I formed bonds with animals that I know I'm going to live outlive the animal, but Yeah, I know, but that's just so tough. I <laughs> Yeah, it is tough, but you still have that bond and like yeah. you know, you still have that relationship with that animal. Oh yeah. Yeah, I just but you know, I know I'm going to outlive the animal. Like right. certain animals only live for. I that mean, with long. any luck, like I, you, you could do a uh, like a parrot. You have yeah, to like but, will those to. <laughs> but I know you have animals. I know you have yeah. animals, mm-hmm. and you are going to outlive those animals, right? I mean, with any, yeah, <laughs> yes, yes you are going to outlive those animals. <laughs> but you're still happy that you had those animals and those bonds, right? Yeah, I am, but yeah, it's, it's going to be rough, man. I don't know. It is going to be rough, but you wouldn't <laughs> trade that experience, even though it's no, going to be I rough. Wouldn't. I get, I get, see, see what you're saying. I just, see. I it, because people, be I, I've seen that me. argument before. I've seen that <laughs> argument before where people will be like, oh, well, I can't form these bonds. It's like, yes, you can. You're just. Oh, being... no, I'm not saying I can. I'm saying I wouldn't yeah. want to. <laughs> but I'm saying you would want to. Well, because yeah. you have. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yes. Yes. Sign me up. Sign you up? Okay. Yeah. I'm still going to be say a god. Just because of the whole floating thing. Like, I'm just, what? I'm just going to no, be because... insane. Just, like, by myself floating for millions of years. Again, going back to that Futurama one, there's a uh, an episode of Bender. Bender ends up floating around in outer space because he's a robot. And, mm-hmm. you know... He's basically, I guess, solar paneled so he doesn't die or anything like that. And uh, a, a like a um, intelligent civilization like forms on his, of course, metal shiny ass. Mm-hmm. And um, there is a whole thing where they're like praying to him because they think he's a god because they inhabit him and everything along those lines. And it's uh, it's interesting. But yeah, he floats out into like the far reaches of space and he actually finds like a deity and stuff like that. It's, it's a very interesting episode. Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, ha- I haven't seen all of Futurama. So yeah. Futurama is a great, uh, a great, uh, series. I really like it. I, mean, I think it's I much better I than could. Simpsons. Yeah. I guess I could, because I think that's on it's, Disney. Plus, it's a long, right? I think it's now I'm going to have to, I Googled peak age of human and now how many, um, <laughs> how many episodes or not episodes, I guess. Uh, oh, I'm just thinking it's, it's on Disney plus because that was part of Fox, right? Yeah. I guess we'll go with episodes. Is Loki? Why are you auto-populating that to Loki? Because Loki have is you? amazing. No, oh, have you seen? Uh, 140. Okay, that's not too bad. Yeah. 
There's, there's longer. I've watched. There's longer anime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, next one. This is kind of a variation of brain in a jar. Okay. Oh, uploading. Is it the it's uploading your consciousness. So, if you were to upload your consciousness to, uh, basically a second life. That's a hard no, because I've seen that Black Mirror before. <laughs> so... Um, oh, are you going with yes? I'm going with yes on this one, just because hmm. I've also Have you seen, seen the Black, Black Mirror? Mirror episode. Okay. Um, that, that... Granted, I haven't seen the last two seasons of Black Mirror, but... No, this, this that, was on their one, early series. Yeah, this is in season three, I think. So that episode is the one single episode in Black Mirror's run that you can point to and go, that's not dystopian. That's actually a good thing. Because the whole drama in that that episode is not like the fear of being watched or whatever. It's the fear of losing someone who doesn't want to do this thing. Yeah. I mean, and that's sort of the thing was this person didn't want to be in like that server. And I can kind of understand that because like, you know, your conscious, your like digital being is not your own. Like you don't have any control over the server you don't have any control over like who's uploaded you there or like your actual data. Right. Well, and you're and, very dependent on like the company that, you know, is offering the server. Well, let's yeah, say so it's was... like, you know, the, um, uh, the Google, uh, what, what, what was their, um, their system that they did? I've their game system. Yet. Yeah, let's say it's the Stadia, where they're like, yeah, we're planning on having these servers open forever. And then, like, five years later, they're like, we're shutting them all down. <laughs> it's like, well, what happens see, to all that data? Uh, yeah, and I mean, to... not, not considering that that part, because, like, the follow-up statement that I, I had to it, I mean, I, and I know that that's, that's the, the reality. It's a very viable, like, because, oh, yeah, you no, know, no, a, it private, it, a private company would jump on that in a oh, heartbeat. Yeah. It would because well, it would be like a a uh, monthly service fee. There would be like, oh, do you want up? To, you know, upgrade to like the special package where they get to like chill out in Mahi, or do you want to do like the crappy package where they're like, I don't know, which is insane because it's all digital space. <laughs> like it I know, happen. like there's no finite. Yeah, games. but have you not seen all the microtransactions? It's insane, no, I, I but have. people. Like, the, <laughs> How many the... hats? How many hats does Team Fortress Two have? A billion hats. So the follow up that I was going to say is that I would not be the first. Sorry, I don't mean to be belligerent. Like this would be this would be me going like, oh yeah, I'll sign up for the Mark Six or Seven or what you know what whatever iteration of it that where they've ironed out all the wrinkles of like. Yeah, sometimes people just like go swirling into oblivion and we can't find them anymore. Oops. <laughs> yeah, that's that's going to be a 
I hard mean, pass. The the reality of this is exactly what you're saying. Like Amazon would set up some sort of server farm and then charge people for access. Um, yeah, of course. But like, I don't know. And like, from a science fiction standpoint, it's like, man, I would, I would much rather just upload my consciousness and like build my character to look as crazy as possible. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be that um yeah like, I, it would be uh, like um oh what's that dang um free guy no no it, it's in uh ready player one where you could like make any particular avatar you wanted yeah so like that but you you know you're you're the meat has died and it's just your consciousness in the, the thing in yeah um uh, that's a hard pass for me no. just because i know <laughs> i know exactly what would uh what would happen yeah um, uh and then this last one is just kind of a variation on uh the second one which is uh maintenance through gene therapy with uh, with cellular boosters so you you basically attend these these uh gene therapy sessions where they, they rework the, the cells that are dying, they flush them from your body and they replace them with stem cells. Right. And so mm-hmm. it's basically like just having more of those cells, um, that are not aged. Right. So you're telling me I'm eating babies. I mean, not eating them. <laughs> Presumably they're, they're scanned into you or whatever. Um, I mean, I'm not a gene therapist, so I have no idea how that would work. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, my, my understanding is that these cells that are bad and are what's causing your body to decay are being replenished. So you're not actually aging really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go with yes on that one. Um, and here's why. Mm-hmm. If I ever get tired of it. Yeah. I can just stop going to the therapy sessions. Yeah. And just you could let just be my like, clock nah. run out. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't see, like, a problem with that one. I don't think that um, that would be too big of an issue. Just because, again, you could stop whenever you wanted to. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's not like... So, I guess, on the other hand... Uh, I'm assuming you have a few more that you want to run past. No, no, this is the last one. Oh, okay. So, um, I guess I've got one for you. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's kind of the um cyberpunk thing where would you start replacing your body with like robot parts? Like as like as you get older, would you start like you know um let's say your hips are given out on you, you would replace it with, like, a robot. Um, I mean, like, basically with my shoulder, I'm going to have to get, like, a shoulder replacement. Um, mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's kind of what people do today. I My my fear with it kind of like your fear with uploading consciousness is like okay what does the reality of that look like um yeah it looks like you having to make monthly payments it looks like repo man 
mm-hmm. where repo is where like adoption. yeah yeah where it's like well you missed a payment on your heart so <laughs> this is ours now <laughs> yeah but i mean i'm assuming that you could probably like outright buy your like arm like you know if you had enough money you wouldn't have uh, yeah to, like, i mean if you had enough money but like, quit it on layaway or something like that we we live in america there's no way that anyone will do that other than <laughs> be able to i don't do know other than insanely wealthy people i would hope that like some people would be like well i can't afford this uh, arm so i'm not going to buy it until i can actually afford it yeah I don't but, know if um, I have to go with no just because I, I wouldn't want to have to go through the surgery process, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, truthfully, I would probably go with no too because, and it's because of like, you might not have the most like up-to-date um, like firmware or maybe you don't have the most up-to-date, um, I don't know, a program for a particular thing. So it leads into like hacking and things along those lines because yeah. you know i'm a big well, fan like of those cars can be hacked because there's mm-hmm. there's no yeah. os patching on that yeah and it, trust me it would probably be even more rampant if um you know people could know that they could hack like an individual and stuff like that because oh, yeah. i think I mean, it's interesting with like... like ghost in the shell where the major is actually a brain in a robot body and like you know in that um isn't that the universe major actually they, male like isn't isn't it is yeah the major like is actually male the major decided to get a female body because his reasoning was females were um less suspicious like mm-hmm. they you know if you're going to be I don't know, assassinated or killed or anything along those lines. People weren't looking for a female, which is kind of faulty logic because, like, you're in a cyberpunk area. People will change their appearance All the daily time. and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, but there was a, definitely a, um, I think it was in the standalone complex, that series, where they talked about, like, you know, a lot of these people who are full cyborgs have problems with, like, keeping up with the latest iteration of software and they would get hacked. Like, the major doesn't because she works or he works for a, um, you know, the government. So they're able to get the newest and greatest. But they end up talking to, like, a couple of just, like, you know, um, just individuals, like, civilians and they're like, yeah, we can't, like, keep getting new bodies or keep, like, getting the latest stuff so our stuff's outdated, which opens up for, like, backdoors or, like, not being able to have the, like, latest firmware so hackers can, like, hack our body, which is kind of crazy, so. Yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of my leading of, like, I don't think I would, I don't think I would go cyborg. Like, I would worry about, like, you know, I would get an arm, but, like, five years later, my arm would probably be obsolete because it had very old technology, and 
if I wanted to spend like, I don't know, 30k to get like a new upgraded arm, I would have to deal with this arm, but then maybe the arm would get hacked and then I would start punching myself. And I don't want to punch myself. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that was a long rambling. No, 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 no. <laughs> to no. basically, I don't want to punch myself. Yeah, no. And it, hey, look at that. We both had two yeses to two, uh, to five of these uh, solutions to live forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, two yeses and then just a no across the board. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Brain in a jar and cyberpunk were both no's across the board. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, that's interesting, I think. Uh, <laughs> I think. Um, hopefully, I that was interesting, interesting to someone out there. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess we can transition to Mimi Me's because that's all I have. Yeah, I just got Mimi Me's too. Okay. Um, so I got four things this week. And, and let us know if that was interesting. Definitely. Yeah, I feel like the, the navel gazy, like, would happen if type things uh yeah because this is again not um our typical like we're talking about pieces of media or like a movie or a book or a tv show this is more of just like shooting shit (laughs) yeah basically um aka one of the the few reasons that i actually maintain my wired thing is like keeping up with with new technology and then also going huh i wonder if i can bring this up in a podcast yeah no (laughs) i mean and it it kind of it answers uh well it doesn't answer but it's an interesting insight to who we are as people yeah Yeah. because like reflecting on it it's funny the one that i said yes to was uploading my consciousness where you like very viscerally were like no absolutely not which is probably prudent um and then we both said yes to maintenance through gene therapy. And I think mm-hmm. from your response, I feel like both of us, the main reason why was, well, we could just like stop doing it. Stop at any time. Tired. Yeah. yeah. And then you said yes to invulnerable and unaging. And yeah. I said no, just because that no, <laughs> like that's too Yeah. Much. I think that was a hard no from you as well. Too much. Yeah. Like that was, that was the visceral no for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we can, you can see what, uh, we're both uh, not willing to compromise on and things that we we both are like, eh, yeah, I could do that because I could stay yeah. at some point. <laughs> so hopefully that uh, gives a, a little peek into our, uh, our psyches. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I've got uh, three movies and a game. This, this oh, okay. Yeah, I've got about three things. Okay, cool. So we can just piggyback then. I'll um, kick it off. Sure. Uh, let's see. So, uh, the first thing I did, let's see, there, there was a um, movie that I watched. It's an anime mm. called Mirai by uh, Mamoru Hosoda. Mm. It's the one about the kid that it's, so it's it's a very magical realist, um, like childhood. Uh, and it's it's basically the story of an older brother who is jealous of his new baby sister, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, his world pretty much is, man, I wish I could live in the house that this kid is depicted to live in. Because, like, it's basically, it's basically like a right triangle. 
-hmm. and like each different layer is exposed to the street to different um, degrees and so like the first level is like a garden and the second level is like a play area and then the third level which is least exposed to the street is like the living and dining stuff but like all of it is is exposed to some extent um and hmm. um that sound yeah, cool. yeah like the thing about um the movie is that like yeah the the main character is a child right he's, yeah. he's like four i think um and then he starts, you know, like his parents are, are like, uh, you know, they're, his mom is very heavily pregnant and, and they're preparing the house for this, this uh, new um, addition, right? And he starts interacting with the future version of her as he imagines her to be. Oh, that's cool. But it's yeah. very magical realist because it's, it's very like, I don't, is she, is she like, from the future and interacting with yeah them, right um but like there's there's a lot of things that like from from around his house that like he makes up these stories behind and it's but but it's it's interesting because it's all locked into like one location but uh when he's like playing quote unquote with the his uh sister which mirai in japanese means future um mm when he's interacting with her um you know he'll be playing in the garden but like in his head he's like in a jungle and there's these things out there that he's playing around it's it's very clearly he's in the house like he's not actually going anywhere but yeah um it's really interesting mamaru hosoda has a lot of um just really weird stuff i i think that he won an academy award for mirai maybe he was just oh, nominated no. but um yeah like he he uh directed um i'm pulling up mamari hosoda right now uh yeah so he saw castle of cagliostro and decided he like he was a, a painter right um yeah. but he decided oh I'm going to start, I'm going to become an animator. Yeah. And it got, it just landed a job working on Digimon with Toei. Like, just basically walked into a job there. Um, cool. Um, like, I he, mean, apparently, according to this, he applied to Studio Ghibli. He didn't get the job, and he received a rejection letter of praise from Hayao Miyazaki. Like, he <laughs> looked at his stuff and said, yeah, this is really, really good. Um, we're not going to hire you. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of sucks um and then well i think mainly it's because he didn't have any experience animating uh. um and then according to this he directed uh he was hired to direct howl's moving castle hmm nice uh for i mean that's so, fantastic yeah but yeah like just running through this list of his movies as director um because i i know you keep up with stuff uh, mm. much better i do keep up with stuff uh, keep up with anime <laughs> <laughs> um so for toei he did uh the digimon movie in 2000 oh and then one piece yeah, the digimon movie Omatsura was actually really good secret island nice yeah that digimon oh, really? movie was really yeah huh i um, yeah recommend it yeah i've, I've never seen it um but I, I know people who 
do follow Digimon who also like the movies. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, he, let's see, he did The Girl Who Leapt Through Time. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I'm not familiar with. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've um, I've actually seen that, The Girl Who Leapt Through Time. Okay. Um, it's, um, it was okay. Okay. Uh, Girl uh, Who Leapt Through Time. Yeah, he's, he's um, kind of got a weird bent, to be honest, because like he also I've I have seen Summer Wars, yeah, was, uh, which is interesting. Wolf Children, I've seen. It's very strange. because yeah, the girl who let through time was an older movie. It was like released back in I think two thousand six. Yeah, yeah, two thousand six. But um, exactly. yeah, yeah, but it, it's interesting because it's it's got that like time leap power and stuff like that about like people trying to uh. Yeah, you know, rework basically uh, past events and things along those lines, and not to borrow a uh, a used meme, but like when you change the outcome of like a butterfly, it could change everything or something along those lines. I rude. <laughs> oh, when you a can... butterfly flaps its wings in New York, there's a there's a hurricane and. Yeah, something like that. Brazil or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Yeah, Wolf Children is strange. Boy and the Beast is another one he did. Oh, Boy and the Beast was fantastic. I love yeah. that. I actually well, saw so, that in theaters. Well, so he it was um, that, then Mirai, yeah. and then he had one come out this past year in July that I missed entirely. But looking at the um, art for it, it's called Bell. B-E-L-L-E. That um, I do not know. And it's it looks like Magical Girl Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> I believe it. Because the the translation of the name is actually the dragon and freckled princess. Hmm. Interesting. But the art looks very close to like <clears throat> Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. But anyway, I recommend Mirai. Um <clears throat> It's just a short, like, hour and a half long movie that's, it's kind of got a Ghibli feel because he did do some work with Ghibli. Um, yeah. And so it's, it's kind of got that way of characters being animated and that that weird, is this real, is this not yeah. <laughs> type thing, dynamic going on. Nice. So that's my first one. What, what was one of yours? Um, well staying on anime theme um it's not super big but the release of evangelion uh the blu-rays um just released here in sale for um uh united states and everything wait what yeah so so they're um there was a special and it's only on pre-orders right now uh, unfortunately i think it's all sold out at the moment. Oh, no. I was able to, yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, I ended up getting like the super special edition because I really like, I enjoy watching Evangelion. And yeah. it comes with all of the episodes, both subbed, old dubs, and new dubs because they redubbed the uh, entire series when it was aired, uh, I think, on um, Cartoon Network or Adult Swim. 
They mm-hmm. re-released them and they did new voice acting for all of the um, the uh, episodes. So it has those those two and the other one. Oh. Has a large art book, which is really cool. Um, with some prints. I got the big yeah. <laughs> I did because again, Evangelion's always been a a special um series for me. Yeah. Uh and and it means different things for me in different um aspects of my life. Like uh I think it if you ever revisit the series it will probably speak to you in different ways. So I got that because they've finally released, and this has been like 10 years in the making, the final movie of Evangelion. Evangelion 3.1 plus 1.0, thrice upon a time. And this is the final one. It was released back in March of this year, and I haven't watched it yet because I really wanted to give a rewatch of all of the uh, all of the movies as well as the TV show. And yeah, we're when building I... off on that as well because I have the first three and I, I need to get 3.0 plus 1.0. Um, yeah, I don't think they're physically selling it. I think you have to stream it at this point in time. Yeah, it's on Amazon. Yes, yeah. But I don't think you can digitally like buy it. Yeah, like I, I haven't seen any uh, indication that it's it's coming to Blu-ray quite yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I'm super excited. I'm really excited about the art book. The art book seems really cool. Yeah. Um, I'm always kind of a a sucker for those art books and everything along those lines. But like <laughs> the art in Evangelion's always been such a, a visual. Oh, amazing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm happy to have that. I'm happy to have like, they have a couple of prints and stuff like that. So that's really cool. And um, yeah, I really just wanted to do basically, I haven't done a big rewatch of it since the last time I think was with you actually zach yeah was, in, in uh, back when we were in the apartment together in the apartment yeah, yeah sort of when we were back in high school and you know i was still trying to like figure out my life and everything along those lines uh, uh, college yeah college yeah yeah college <laughs> yeah. sorry um and you know it really like it there were moments in that series that really resonated with me and i wanted to do it like just another like rewatch of it just to see what moments, because it probably won't be those same moments. It'll probably be different moments that like resonate with me. Um, oh yeah, now especially that I'm as in, an like, adult, twenty yeah. years on, yeah, it, yeah. Now that I'm like in a, I would like to say a better situation. Um, yeah, uh, because I don't think you know it was it, as most people who go through college, college is a hard like situation because you're trying to figure out yourself you're trying to figure out what you're going to do with your life and you know there were a lot of stumbling blocks that i had during college and you know it felt like the world was crumbling around me and you know looking back at it i can see like 
it really wasn't, but like when you're back in that situation and like you get a failing mark in college and you're just thinking like, oh my God, is this, you know, the end of my, not my life, but like the end of my like career as a, a person who will succeed. It's, it's hard. And, you know, there was moments that kind of resonated with me in this series. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, um, basically just rewatching it, especially on Blu-ray. I think it's going to look really crisp. I'm really happy to sort of watch it. And once I, you know, watch it, I'm going to watch the, uh, the movie with all of the knowledge, because I know like previously we talked about like, sometimes it's nice to like, just kind of plow through it all because you remember small details that they refer back to and everything. Yeah. So, so yeah, so I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, yeah, um, I did comes Quinn in, in, uh, December, in December, December yeah. which is around my birthday. So I decided to sort of do it as an early birthday gift for me because the, the, uh, big one is, is not cheap, but <laughs> I think yeah, it's worth but... it. Yeah. As, as a, a big it's fan. Worth of... it. It's past you giving future you a birthday present. Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, you know, I might spend, because I do enjoy taking my birthday off from work, I just might spend that entire day watching some Evangelion. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there are worse ways to spend your day. I know, exactly. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm, I'm really happy. Um, because I usually, like, keep up with Evangelion and, like, you know, the internet feeds and everything along those lines. So when I saw that it was having a Blu-ray release, I was uh, very happy. Yeah. 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 No, that's, that's awesome. Because I, I have a, um, a version of it on, <clears throat> on DVD that mm-hmm. the original ADV dub, but it's, yeah. like, it came in a metal tin, and it's got, like, all the discs are in the little flat pack. Yeah, I think so, I have the same... <clears throat> Uh, yeah, but like I don't have the movies. Uh, mine is just the show. Yeah, I don't have the movies either. Have... Oh, I thought you had no, the movies. I, no, I, I watched them. I went to like theaters because we have like... Because sure, I'm pretty sure we watched them. Oh, maybe we did. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, mean, maybe I don't we remember. The, library, the school library as well because we had a pretty good maybe. anime collection there. But yeah, um, yeah no, like I would... I, I have the... Um, the first three of the the remakes um on blu-ray because those were released more recently um, mm-hmm. like my dvd release i think is from like 2000 ish mm. um but uh but yeah no the um them remastering it and doing the original dub and the netflix dub that that's actually really really good yeah it i think it was the um the Adult Swim dub, not Netflix. Oh, okay. Or maybe oh, it that's... was Netflix. Ah, now I'm now I'm questioning myself. <laughs> I have to. Um... I didn't realize that. The, I thought ADV was the um, Cartoon Network or the Adult Swim dub. Uh, well, that's awesome. Yeah, you'll have to. Oh yeah, it was the Netflix. It was the Netflix dub. Uh, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it, it's nice that it has all those options and everything like that. So, but, nice. but yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Nice. Um, well, yeah, um, I guess my, my next thing is I watched, uh, I guess we can keep the, the Asian theme going. Um, I, I watched a movie mm-hmm. called The Wandering Earth. I've never heard of that. No. So it's apparently China's fourth highest grossing film of all time. Right. Oh, wow. It's, it's based on a, I think a short story, maybe, maybe a novella, um, Mm -hmm. by a a Chinese science fiction writer named, look this up real quick. Lu, I'm not going to be able to pronounce this correctly. So apologies, but, uh, Lu Zixin, I think. Okay. Um, and uh, so basically the general story of it is that the so the sun is failing which means it's not shrinking it's getting bigger and consuming the the solar system yeah so scientists around the globe at very specific points have fixed these giant basically um, engines to the earth to the surface of the uh-huh. earth to move and it away from the sun move it. exactly and so yeah. so the whole crisis is like okay how do we move because you, you're piloting a ship right you can't exactly turn it in time so it's like uh are we going to just run it into jupiter like did we cut <laughs> yeah, wh- what happens to the um the rotation of the earth as you're shooting those rockets it just stops so rotating. It stops rotating. And so this causes most of the oceans to freeze, which yep. is why everyone on the surface has to be in a bunker on the earth. Uh, yeah. Makes yeah. sense. Makes sense. Uh, and then other people are flying, I think, in generational ships. So they'll be reawakened and repopulate the earth from there. Mm. Um, it's, it's a weird premise, but I, I like it. Like, it's just that gonzo level of like craziness yeah we're just going to put engines on this this planet and just move it it's like yeah i mean i'm sure physically you could you could do that you could in theory build a bunch of reactors and have them power engines yeah that's a lot of power to have to put out but i mean theoretically uh-huh. you might be able to i don't know i'm not a physicist i don't know about <laughs> the force like with those engines pushing on like the ground I'm not sure how much it would be able to like yeah you know the earth would be able to take that force but you yeah know, <laughs> i'm not a physicist but um yeah no i recommend it it's uh it oh wow so i pulled up the uh the movie and it's it had a 50 million dollar budget it did not look like a 50 million dollar movie like <laughs> it looks i mean it looks better than that like it, it oh, looks like a, okay. a really it's got a lot of really good special effects in it um and uh yeah it's my understanding is that outside of china netflix has exclusive streaming rights so it's cool. it's on netflix um so check Very it out accessible yeah <laughs> and uh yeah that's my my second all right my second is actually played a board game with some friends recently um, it's one of the board games that i really like um personally i can see why some people might not like it but it's a uh, tales of arabian nights and it's a um a game produced by z-man 
whose probably most popular game is Pandemic. They also yeah. created that game as well. But in this game, you are um, basically characters from like Middle Eastern lore, and you're traveling around, and you're basically trying to gain story, trying to um, find adventure and Reputation. treasure and yeah, and things along those lines. And it's it's a very interesting system because you draw from this encounter deck and through what actions you choose to do, because you it's basically like a choose your own adventure uh, mm -hmm. campaign where depending on what actions you do, you look at a matrix, which is can be daunting for people who um, aren't super familiar with everything, but um, it is a lot of fun. And then through that matrix, you end up um, basically reading out a paragraph and depending on certain skills your character might have or depending on where you are, things happen. And you gain like story points, you gain destiny points, and you're basically trying to fulfill so many story and destiny points until you can get back to Baghdad and basically win the game. Um, so some of the complaints that I had from the people who were playing it was like, it's not a game where you can really like strategize because you're basically like, going out into the world and, like, just seeing what happens. Yeah. Though, I guess the basic strategy is through the actions that you choose. And, you know, it is kind of geared towards, like, more kinder actions. Like, you know, you're probably going to succeed more with, like, aiding people or helping people rather than robbing people or, like, attacking people. But, um... It is a game where, like, the random factor is kind of through the roof because you really don't have too much control of, like, what kind of happens. But I do enjoy that, like, random factor, and I really do enjoy that it's a very big storytelling game. Like, it is there to tell a story, and it doesn't fail on that. Like, it really, like, weaves this this world that you can kind of get lost in and that's something that i really like love about that game is it just it gives you a a meaty world that you can just kind of just get yourself lost in and you know it's not super competitive so you're not really able to affect your other players too much you can just kind of roam around and just kind of like have a good time and i'm kind of about that i'm about just like you <laughs> know moving around and just like cool. yeah you know with everything that's going on i'm okay with just like you know kind of letting the world happen to me like not really being super like worried about making the most correct move or like worried about like oh was this the most optimal thing that i could have done i'm just having a nice adventure and like yeah. you know i'm picking i'm picking actions that kind of fit my character because you get you, you kind of build a story like 
I chose Aladdin, but like it wasn't the Aladdin adventure. It wasn't like the Aladdin story that we know and love. Like I ended up having a family. I had a wife. I, uh, you know, courted this princess and then I was maimed. Uh, I became uh, crippled, but because I was doing like really cool things, um, my story points were doubled because, you know, I was overcoming adversity and things along those lines. It was just, you build a story and then you can like start making these decisions based on like a character. So I do find that it has these like role-playing aspects to it. So, so yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. If you're a competitive player who's trying to like look to win a game, this is probably not the game for you as there's no real like strategy to it. It's just really just having fun, just to have fun. Yeah, so, there's 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 not really any way to cheat because there are storybooks you have to. Yeah, and like the storybooks. Really no way for you to memorize it because there's like hundreds of entries. There are <laughs> thousands. It goes up to um. It goes up to thousands? three thousand stories. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, like you're not going to be able to cheat. I I'll, I will say I've played this game I think three times. Mm-hmm. I have never had a game last less than four hours. So be prepared. It's um, kind of one of those Twilight Empyrean type things where like be eh. prepared to sit in and and just enjoy the experience of playing. We did play for three hours, so. Yeah take that as you will i think three hours is probably the um the normal time Mm. that you'll probably spend playing this game yeah because well yeah and i guess all the times i've played there have been more than there have been new people that you have explained yeah yeah there's been new people too so yeah yeah yeah, you, you know you're right yeah like three three hours probably is a is a good median if, if you've played it before i think mm-hmm. it becomes a little bit more easier to like know what you're doing because like explaining the um the matrix because the nice thing about this game is it gets everybody involved so you pass along the book to your left and then the person to your right has the matrix so it gets people involved in turn so no one's just kind of sitting there you know well, I mean, some people could sit there if you have more than like four people and stuff like that. But, you know, it has other people like looking stuff up and things along those lines. So you do have to teach people about those, um, how to look things up. So there's yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it, that, that is a very fun game. It is. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's one of the games that I really it. love. It's, it's tough to find, to be honest. Is it? Yeah, huh. I didn't know that. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Pales. Let's see. Pale the Arabian Nights. Board game. Yeah, I don't really see any listings less than two hundred dollars right Oof. now. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I think Z-Man got bought by Asmodee. Oh. Um... Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah, and those are those are um, additions that are missing a piece here and there. There's one that's still sealed in box from Z-Man that's uh, 250. Oh, wow. Day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah no, it, well, it's if you can game. find it's, it. Fun. There's there's tons of replay value in that. Like you, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I've played it like probably 10 times, yeah. and I've really never gotten like the same story. But yeah, it's yeah, it's I, a, a recommendation. I think that I've ever gotten the same story either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a very like I haven't even gotten the same entries to a lot. Of <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, well, okay. So my uh, third thing is the last movie. It's uh, called We Summon the Darkness, hmm. and it's so it's set. In the Satanic Panic in the eighties. Oh yeah. Um, Alexander Daddario yeah. is in it. Yeah, no, it's not. Um, Satanic Panic is in like role playing. It's it's more like focused on like the music side and the, uh, okay. the Satanic cults that were killing everyone's children supposedly. Oh. Right. Oh okay. Um, which spoilers was never the case. Um, yeah. Spoilers for real life history that was never the case. <laughs> Um, I don't think you need to give spoilers for real life history. You'd be surprised with some people. (laughs) But, um, yeah, no, it's, it's got Alexandra Daddario in it as one of the main characters. She's like one of the more well-known actors in it. It's also got Johnny Knoxville in it. Oh, Um, okay. It's good for Johnny Knoxville, I guess. See how it is billed because I don't, it's got a twist to it. So yeah, it's billed as a, as a horror thriller. Um, Mm -hmm. So Saban put this out at a film festival in 2019, February of 2019. Then they released it to theaters in April last year. (laughs) And it got a, it has a box office of like 170,000. Oh, wow. It's not a very well seen movie. I mean, Um, I've never really heard of it. Well, like we saw it because it was free on Prime, right? Yeah. Um. Or maybe it was Netflix. I forget which, but it's um, it's definitely worth it. It's kind of funny. Uh, I wouldn't call it a comedy, but it's it's got some dark humor in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to spoil it, so I will just say if if you like, um, what is this movie like? It's not really like any movies that I can think of. Um, Maybe like an American Satan or like Texas Chainsaw, something like that um, is is kind of what what this is like. Um, hmm. It's okay. it's fun. <laughs> um, I mean, one's I recommend good. it. Yeah, yeah. I, I recommend it. If it's it's um it's not supernatural horror though, so mm-hmm. it's it like it's you know a horror movie but it's just regular people in it so yeah uh, it's also a kind of a siege film because there are people that are stuck in this house right mm-hmm. um so it's kind of a siege film very few locations to it uh, i think there's like three locations that i can think of so oh, uh, wow. it's yeah. one of those those type movies okay uh so Uh yeah i recommend that and um yeah i got one more thing okay yeah my last thing i mean 
I've started playing Apex. Have you played any Apex? Uh, it's a I, arena shooting game. Yeah, I did um, a few years ago. I think it was in like season two, maybe, mm-hmm. is when I started. I don't know what season they're on now. Um, I think like season eight. Okay, yeah. So I played it a nine, while maybe. ago when it was like Battle Royale was first becoming a thing again. And mm-hmm. I have to admit... Um, it's fun. It's it's definitely fun. It's it's I'm better at it than uh, Fortnite and I'm sorry. It's season ten. Season ten. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I really liked it. Like the controls made sense to me. It was paced well. Um, I didn't feel like because you know like with with Fortnite, I I feel like I get overwhelmed with everything going on, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, you know what, fuck this, and I and I. I get killed like 30 seconds into a match and it's like, well, there goes my night. Um, yeah. I guess I'm done there. But Apex is actually, it controls really well. Um, it does. It, it controls very well, um, I think. And, um, you know, there's not just the Battle Royale. They've got, or they've at least introduced a arena mode where it's three on three. Hmm. where there's two teams of three and you know you're fighting against those teams which i kind of like you know i do enjoy the battle royale modes um where you have a team of three versus you know i think it's a hundred people maybe a hundred people yeah yeah but um i also like this new arena mode where it's just you have your two teams of three and you know, you're in smaller sections of the maps and you're just versus the other team and you're trying to get three wins. You're trying to get, you know, three um, uh, team wipes. And that seems to be the way to play it. It's kind of fun. Like, you know, it's it's nice. Um, there's definitely tactics to it. Uh, I play with a, um, a group of friends because I would find it very difficult to play it without, like, being able to communicate with your uh, team members. Yeah. Just given that, like, you really have to, like, coordinate. So I've been, you know, jamming it, and it's been a lot of fun. Like, I never really thought that I would get into, you know, I've played my my PUBG here or my Battlefield there, and it's been all right. But, like, the controls, again, feel tight. Um, it, it's a lot of, um, cause I also played a little bit of Valorant and it's kind of got that Valorant feel where in the arena, you're basically like buying weapons. Like there's a bit of e-com and everything along those lines. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, it's kind of fun. I mean, it's not even kind of fun. It's fun. And, uh, I've been having a good time. Um, especially just like playing with people because I play with my friends and we can just kind of like basically shoot the shit as we're talking. And none of us are like super serious or anything along those lines though. It's kind of funny. I, I do see a lot of like people with uh, TT, uh, TTV uh, screen names and everything along those lines. So you're just like, ah, try hards. 
as they're streaming <laughs> streaming on Twitch. TTT or TTV is their Twitch screen name. So you know that they're probably streaming uh, oh, because okay. Apex is a really big um, streaming game. Like a lot of people, you know, a lot of people enjoy watching Apex streamers. Yeah. Like it's close up there to like Fortnite. Which should tell you something about the game that really? it's like it's nice and competitive and, you know, they're fast matches especially with the arena modes and everything along those lines. So, so yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's been fun. Um, again, it's a free to play game, mainly the, um, I guess the way that they monetize it is through skins through like gun skins, as well as like character skins and stuff like that. So, yeah. So yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I um, I have to fire it up and and give it a see since it, just to see what's what's changed since the last time I I'm played. I'm not sure because I know you're playing you're playing it on um, uh, your PlayStation, yeah. right? I'm mm-hmm. not sure if there is crossplay. Um, oh, not to horn in on, but I I just no, <laughs> I, just meant I, to, I, to... I mean, I will I will play with you a little bit <laughs> if you wanna. Um, yeah. yeah, it has crossplay. Nice. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you ever want to play, like, I'm not, I'm not super stingy about my uh, ranking. So, you know. <laughs> well, that's good because I'm not very good. So, <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's why I said I, <laughs> I'm not super stingy. I wouldn't be like, Zach, you're ruining my rank. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, yeah, so I guess, uh, to, wow, we, we were really synchronized, uh, this session. I'll, um, finish off on a game as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, we were pretty, uh, synchronized. Yeah. My, uh, so my wife and I started playing a game, uh, which we're only into the first map on it. So, but it's, uh, Minecraft Dungeons. And Ooh, fun. it's kind of, I, I was telling you, um, before like off mic um it's kind of like baby's first diablo i, I really like it um it's it's an isometric hack and slash um yeah. the way you progress your characters rather than worrying about like um like strength and wisdom and what whatnot you basically have your little minecraft model and you equip gear and when you level up, you get a, a point that you can enchant your gear with, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's a uh, a melee weapon, a ranged weapon, and a piece of armor, right? Or robe, or what, whatever it is, right? That affects yeah. the way your character looks. And certain pieces of armor will have certain enchantment slots that might... Like, for example, my character is wearing a piece of armor right now that whenever he gets hit, because I have so many points assigned to it, there's like a 90% chance that when I get hit by something, it will summon a bee, which will oh, nice people for me, <laughs> kind of like a pet. Uh, yeah. My wife has things that will, sum- like she can summon a llama and a wolf and also up to three bees. <laughs> so oh, she cool. can just like plop down and then have these things fight for her, which is yeah. funny. Um, 
and it's i mean it's fun it's a it's a dungeon crawler it's procedurally generated um there's you know, I, I think it's really interesting how they've done the the level up features where it's like, yeah, you just enchant the gear. Uh, if you want to salvage your gear for money and destroy it, you keep those points. You just reinvest them in whatever you're replacing that item with. Okay, um, cool. And then you've got a belt, a, a belt that has three other things. Like I have one equipped right now that like, it's stationary. So when I cast it, there's a healing circle that goes up. So me and all my allies... <clears throat> get a uh, increased healing for the the duration of the spell um another one will is powered based on the amount of uh souls i gather from enemies that i kill but i can uh. do a fuck ton of damage by casting lightning bolt <laughs> uh, and there's you have cool to yell out lightning bolt as you cast it no 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 no, I um, it's it's a yeah, no, it's a really fun game. I uh, recommend it. We um, the the version that we have has the first the, the base game and the first two DLCs with it, uh, which are more maps. Um, mm-hmm. And there's I think a total of six DLC. Oh so wow! I was telling my wife since we were really enjoying it, we may just want to just do the like digital ultimate edition that has all of them because like the replay value like a lot of hack and slash dungeon crawlers is super high because if you're trying to max out your stats and your gear well you just play on the next difficulty level so each each little instance on your map has its own individual difficulty level based on your power um Kind of, kind of like a, an MMO would. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I think I'm going to stick with this one and, and periodically update. Is <laughs> nice, <laughs> yeah, because and, and we progress further in the story. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like I've always so I tried to get in Minecraft a little bit, but like it doesn't really have a an ultimate goal. Like, you just build yeah. stuff. But, like, it sounds like through this game, you actually have particular quests or goals that you have to accomplish. Oh, yeah, so. yeah. It's a, it's a full-on, um, like, fantasy campaign. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I assume, like, through each level, there's, like, a boss or something along those lines? Uh, yeah, yes, generally. Um, usually it's, it's something along the lines of there's a task for, like, um, like break all of the witches' cauldrons because they're brewing these things. And so, and then some of them are like, hey, uh, defeat this giant fucking earth elemental that this Mm -hmm. guy's going to use as a, as a pawn. (laughs) So they, they nice. vary. There's um, there's daily quests that you can do that have uh, different modifiers that change up play. Like it was really funny when my my wife was using the um, the kind of summoner or ranger type build. Um, yeah. The thing that that particular daily did was it summoned two of whatever pet you summoned. Oh, so that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> it was like an army following us around and drawing aggro. <laughs> nice but yeah it's really really cool i i don't know if it has cross play either because i know it's on pc switch 
Xbox and PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure it has crossplay. Hmm. So if you see it for sale and you want to join, just let me know. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> we can I'll keep we can an eye out. We game on this together as well. Yeah, I'll see if there's crossplay. Yeah. Well, and, and you know what's funny is uh, I was looking online and um there's a lot of like really bad reviews for this game that's like are, are you guys reviewing it from the standpoint of someone who like is hardcore into minecraft or are you probably i mean you know it might be because it's with fine it as a game. keeping it's you know, like having the minecraft name there's yeah. a lot of expectations so yeah, like, well, and and I feel like there's there's a, probably a lot of criticism hiding behind that is written from that perspective that they're criticizing things that are unrelated. Like, one of the things that they're saying is, let's see, uh, the game is fun and charming, uh, good music, bad visuals, and it's like, I. I mean, it's it's, it's Minecraft. It's, it's Diablo yeah. and Minecraft. I, I don't know what you expect there, but one of the cool things is you know how Diablo you only have a certain amount of uh, animations mm-hmm. for your character when you put new gear on them. Is in this because it's all just that really low res blocky Minecraft stuff. Any gear you equip is immediately reflected on your character. <laughs> yeah like exactly how it's depicted it's really really great uh so if you're the type of person that likes building out random characters and stuff it's it is a fun um fun game to play and progress through the story and kind of challenge yourself if you want to bump up the difficulty on certain maps um i if you have the time to kill, I recommend it. If not, then <laughs> you may want to just play at what they suggest you play. At. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, that's it uh, for this week, and that's also I think it for this season based on our calendar. So. Oh snap. Um. Yeah. So a uh, little announcement, just a, a housekeeping thing. Um, rolling forward. Uh, and the new um, season, mm-hmm. uh, Richard's calendar has opened up, and so we're going to kick off the new season with some episodes on uh, Resident Evil, kind of a mini series playing through. Um, Stuart is not going anywhere. <laughs> I am not. I am not going anywhere. Stuart will still be here um, doing uh, book clubs. And, you know, the if, if we happen to be reading something that has a movie, presumably you'd be fine talking about that. Of movie. course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and um, uh, conventions. Conventions. When, when they, conventions as well. Yeah, when they start back up. But yeah, I'll be um, stepping back a little bit to um, start uh, pursuing some other things that I've got in the works, which, yeah, I will definitely let everybody know about once they become in fruition and everything along those lines but yeah yeah but again not going anywhere still sticking around for uh books and for cons but yeah it'll be it'll be nice to like hear uh richard coming back and um because i guess for some of our newer listeners 
Richard was a, a previous um, a co-host of the podcast back mm-hmm. in its early conception. Yeah, first like I believe ten episodes. Yeah, so um, I'm happy that we were able to wrangle him back and everything along those lines. And I'm sure you know we'll do some special episodes where it's all three of us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> can't wait to get those in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's hey, the thing we're recording on will support up to 10. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll just, um, we'll duplicate us, we'll have echoes. I'm yeah. sure that will be fun and I'm sure listenable. Will love that. <laughs> yeah, now that, that'd be a mess, a complete mess. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so you know, the, the book club book is still. Uh, Richard Bachman's The Running Man, mm-hmm. uh, which we'll be talking about um, in a couple and, of weeks. And we'll have the movie tie-in as well. Exactly. Yeah. And then past that, we'll start the uh, the Resident Evil uh, video game thing. So if you want yeah, to I'm, I'm looking forward to, to listening. <laughs> The listening to you two and giving you critiques and notes now. <laughs> You're gonna be I'm sure you, you, you both emails. will do fine. <laughs> you're gonna be sending emails you're gonna start a, a what is it a bot campaign bring back the other co-host <laughs> no, no. uh that would be awful it would yeah man if i wake up to like 500 twitter messages from a bunch of eggs yeah. i'm gonna they'll be all like, be like weird um <laughs> they'll be all weird like um different like ways of spelling Stuart yeah <laughs> or like different like iterations of Stuart like stew egg <laughs> s egg s egg yeah <laughs> yeah so with with that we'll uh, see you guys in a couple weeks and uh you know be kind rewind <laughs> yeah stay safe out there and uh know that we love you We love you. Bye. All right. Bye.